You're listening to the Bugcast, broadcasting from Studio B, from the heart of WBUG. Welcome to the first episode of the Bugcast, where um, I talk about uh, the history, the process, and the overall uh, experience, if you will, of recorded music or sound in general, mainly from a musical standpoint, but uh, we will, I will talk about um, different media, different processes, different, just basically the whole, the whole conversation as it pertains to recorded music or recorded sound, specifically regarding music, but doesn't it's not necessarily going to be um strictly music uh we might even go into a little bit of um telephony uh as it pertains to you know uh early voice messaging systems or answering machines you know that kind of thing all the way to to pure analog mechanical systems to full on digital um, zeros and ones. Um, it's gonna be just me mainly. Uh, I might interlude some examples of you know of the different things that that I will be discussing as the as the uh, show moves forward and evolves, but as of right now, we are, I, 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 we, when I say we, it's me in the audience, um, in general, maybe there'll be guests at some point, maybe not. So the first, uh, the first topic at hand, what I'd really like to talk about is Something that I have very little information on, but I know exists. And I first became aware of it through a Mythbusters episode. And if I think about it, I will attach uh, the episode where they talk, where they try to reenact it. And in that episode, they discussed whether or not it was possible through a clay, um, a clay pot to transduce music or, you know, sound from the creator. Um, this has been something I heard of briefly before. But the Mythbusters episode brought it back to my attention years ago, and they seem to have a lot more information about it than I did. And when I revisit it for this episode, because we, you know I'm trying to start from the beginning, um, it just there's there's just nothing there. Um, everything, uh, everything that I found. Is just starts at 1860, uh, 20 years before Edison's phonograph. 
uh, which I'll get to uh, next episode. But right now, this is more of an introductory and kind of, you know, what took so long to get here because um, there's virtually nothing on it. But I know it exists. I mean, there's more information on the Baghdad battery than there is the clay pot phenomenon um, with audio. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, the uh, the idea is that as the potter spins the clay into a shape on the potter's wheel, this is known as throwing clay. Uh, when they do this, it has been known throughout ancient times or I don't think they meant to do it. I think this was just an accidental phenomenon based on how how records work. Um, we'll get to records later, much later. Um, but based on, you know, grooves and sound waves. And as the potter spun the clay on the potter's wheel... Um, whatever sound was created as that was happening was grooved into the the pottery that was being made. And um, playback, of course, would be extremely difficult. So if they knew this was happening, um, how they were able to play it back uh, is an extreme mystery. And that's pretty much all I can come up with. And I really wanted more information before I recorded this uh, episode because I find it very fascinating um, that the Mythbusters proved that it was possible. It was definitely possible. And it was definitely easy to do. Um, they they were able to recreate circumstances that um, made it possible to to actually hear a tone, hear sounds via the clay pot. So that's where I kind of started from, and uh, I wound up in eighteen sixty. I'm gonna look at my notes here. Um, because I forget the name of the device. It sounds a lot like phonograph, but it's not. It's uh something else. So history will tell you that recorded sound started in 1860, and it was developed by a dude. Um, now see, I'm getting different results here. Uh, the Edison phonograph was invented in 1877, but that's not true. Okay, here we go. Here we go. We found, found exactly what I'm looking for. I came across this, um, came across this whenever I was looking up the clay pot thing because uh, I wanted to go pre-Edison. So I knew that was a good starting point. But the phonograph, 
1857, actually, apparatus for studying sound vibrations graphically invented by Edward Leons D. Leon Scott D. Martinville. Uh, vibration produced in a, in a cone traced on lamp blacked cylinder engraving, circa 1880. Um, 1877 is when Edison um, comes into play. So this dude. Uh, Edward Leon Scott de Martinville. It has Edward in parentheses and uh, Leon Scott de Martinville. Uh, not. Um, so maybe they call him Ed for short. I don't know. This is Time Magazine. This was dated, this article. May 1st, 2018, actually. So, uh, the, um, the history, uh, pretty much starts in 1860 in the modern world. And it was pretty much like, um, the first the the, the the phonograph as it was called um just based on what little information i have on it it um it's kind of like the edison cylinder edison used wax cylinders and uh, uh it was there i've actually seen uh edison phonograph before and uh in person when i was real young my dad brought home one from um a historical museum it's very fascinating that's probably implanted my fascination for records um uh i, I probably was it was just really cool how that worked it was simple yet elegant and um those wax cylinders uh, were very, very fragile. Very fragile. I mean, they're just like candle wax. They're not, you know, it's not anything um, durable at all. And uh, so the Edison phonograph was, you know, that's pretty far out for back in the day. I mean, steam was pretty much state of the art. That was NASA. Space technology. Okay. Steam... Steam today um, would be, or steam back then was to to the to the masses as you know, SpaceX and uh, Virgin Galactic and NASA. It was just that was like, you know, it was unbelievable what was accomplished by using steam. Uh, and when you have something technical, not so much mechanical, which, but, but you have something technical, not necessarily electrical, because it's still mechanical. Everything about a phonograph is mechanical. There's no zeros and ones. Even the amplification is mechanical. 
um, when you have that kind of innovation happening and it is able to reach so many people. It was the Napster of its day, basically, because what you had was um, publishing was printed music, literally publishing the music. And then you would buy the printed music and then you would play it at home. Uh, Edison kind of introduced a new way for an artist to record the music, bypass the publishing, and the, the listener would have to buy the cylinder for his phonograph to hear the music. You wouldn't have live music so much. Henceforth, recorded music. Um, this was a very common practice, uh, and I'm not sure how it affected the publishing because it translated, uh, I know that publishing translated into publishing the actual media, the cylinders themselves, which evolved into 78 records, which evolved into 33 records and 45s. So publishing became, um, different it became a different meaning um to to what it was formerly you, you didn't buy the sheet music and play it at home that became a far 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 less profitable business more of a niche business to this day and you can't always find published music for the songs you want to learn how to play because of copyrights. Uh, they don't want you to play their music. They want you to buy their music. And uh, that that's a, it's a problem today for people even, um, you know, you used to be able to use a fair use clause, which, you know, the VCR and VHS tapes brought to the Supreme Court. And fair use allowed you to record things as long as you weren't commercializing them. You know, you weren't claiming the music to be your own and you weren't trying to sell it out of the back of your trunk um, and bypassing the artist altogether. Um, but those days are pretty much gone. There's a lot of artists out there that don't understand that promotion, uh, you know, is a big part of getting getting your music out there because you don't have radio play anymore. You don't have um, well, this age of COVID and the pandemic. You know, you really don't have live music as much. It's coming back, but you know, people are used to doing things at home now. We don't watch live sports as much as we used to. The Olympics, thirty three year low in the ratings, so. Rec listening to music at home or on your phone, you know, uh, that's kind of what we got used to. Live shows are on Facebook and YouTube now. You don't really have to go anywhere. You pay a ticket, you know, um, Facebook has a ticketing system where, you know, anybody could set up a live show from home, charge tickets, um, virtual tickets, and make their money that way, earn a living. And a lot of artists just 
would rather do that. Why tour when you don't have to? Buddy Holly never wanted to tour. He wanted to stay home and just record music and release it. The Beatles quit touring, and they remain one of the most popular bands of all time. So, going back to the Clay Pot thing, um, I just was not able to find a lot about it to to create a whole episode, but I did want to talk about it. I did kind of want to go into uh, some of the 1860 phonograph, uh, um, which is spelled a lot like astronaut, by the way, phonot. Uh so that that will be uh, where we're gonna go forward. Uh, the next episode, I think we'll we're gonna do something more fun. I'll go into the phonograph a little more. I'm gonna bypass the phonograph of 1860 because it wouldn't have caught on. It didn't catch on. You had the Civil War breaking out in 1861, and you had Edison coming along in 1877. And, um, you know, so they're, they're, you know, reconstruction in the South and and on all that just by bypass the phonograph. It was definitely invented. There's a diagram on the Time Magazine article that I uh, cited from. But other than that, there's really not much out there. And uh, I'm not sure if it was patented or not. I think Edison would have had a problem if it was. Edison won the patent, but he didn't necessarily invent it. Uh, which you'll find in Edison's history, there's a lot of that. Uh, Edison didn't invent it. He, quote-unquote, borrowed it. He did invent the light bulb. There's some controversy there. But I'm not here to talk about the light bulb. I'm here to talk about recorded music. and uh, Or recorded sound in general, as it pertains to music. So we will continue that discussion in the next episode, and uh, stay tuned.